This should be entertaining. You are listening to the Omar the Barbarian podcast, where we talk about movies, television shows, books, video games, and anything else we think is best in life. Today, we are talking Kate, new show on Netflix. I just finished watching it, and it is one of the best action movies I have ever seen. Now, spoiler, spoiler warning, I should say. If you have not seen Kate, then you need to pause this podcast, give Netflix all of your money, watch Kate, then come back and listen to me gush about how dope this flick is, and talk trash about reviewers who did feel it. Now, I'm going to try and keep this spoiler free, but I probably can't. However, if you don't care about spoilers, or if uh, you have uh, already done synced it, then kick back and relax as we chop it up. Now, according to our friends on Wikipedia, Kate is a 2021 American action thriller film directed by, and I'm going to butcher all of these names, so apologies in advance, Cedric Nicholas Troyan, uh, and written by Umer Alim. The film stars Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Micah Martinow, Woody Harrelson, Michelle Huseman, and Tadano- Tadanobu Asano. I think I'm saying that right. Tadanobu Asano. Uh, it was released on September 10th, with F, 2021 by Netflix. Uh, Netflix bought the script in October of 2017 and then brought in 87 North Productions and Clubhouse Pictures to produce. Uh, December of 2018, Cedric Nicholas Troyan signed on to direct the film. Then in April of 2019, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was cast to star in the film. In 2019, July, Woody Harrelson joined the cast. And then in September of the same year, uh, Huseman, uh, Asano, and uh, June uh, Kunimu- Kunimura. Man, I'm butchering that. My apologies. Were among those uh, new additions added to the cast. Um, I just uh, new additions to the cast, not new additions added. That would be the same thing. Uh, in November 2019, it was announced that the Japanese rock band uh, Bandmade would also appear in the film. Uh, filming commenced in uh, September of 2019 and concluded in November of 2019. The locations were Thailand, Tokyo, uh, and Los Angeles, California. Now, how has this been received? On Rotten Tomatoes, the film currently holds an approval rating of 43% based on uh, 58 reviews. Uh, with an average rating of 5.1 out of 10. Uh, but audiences, audiences, it's uh, 62%. So yeah, uh, 43% rotten based on 58 reviews, uh, 62% audience reviews. So uh, not a lot of people feeling it, but I thought it was fantastic. Um, the website's critics consensus reads, 
Mary Elizabeth Winstead does reliably gripping work in the title role, but Kate is disappointingly derivative of numerous other female assassin films. Uh, On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 46 out of 100 based on reviews from 20 critics indicating mixed or average reviews. And Richard Roper of the Chicago Sun-Times wrote, Kate is John Wick meets Die Hard, meets Collateral, meets all the Kill Bill volumes. Uh, And we've seen it all before, and you're not going to get much in the way of original plot. But what you will get is a grindhouse of a good time with some bleak and wickedly sharp humor, screen-popping visuals, and some pretty great fight choreography. That's not inaccurate. Um, I'm inclined to agree with Richard Roper. Uh, I'd also add Logan and a little of the the Wolverine into the mix of things that it, it it pays homage to. So what is this thing about? And I'm pulling this straight from Rotten Tomatoes because there's you know it's new, so there's not a ton in terms of um, breaking down the plot. So this is what it says on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it, essentially, it's a synopsis: uh, meticulous and preternat- preternaturally skilled. Uh, Kate is the perfect specimen of a finely tuned assassin at the height of her game. But when she uncharacteristically blows an assignment targeting a member of the Yakuza in Tokyo, she quickly discovers she's been poisoned, a brutally slow execution that gives her less than 24 hours to exact revenge on her killers. As her body swiftly deteriorates, Kate forms an unlikely bond with the teenage daughter of one of her past victims starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Woody Harrelson and directed by Cedric Nicholas Troyan. Kate follows a burned assassin's furious pursuit of one last self-appointed job. It is meat and potatoes, man. And it is, it's glorious. You know, I don't care what those critics say. It's fantastic. Uh, which leads me into what did I like? And I liked literally everything. Now let's say this. Uh, the movie does not break new ground, nor does it need to. Right. So to the critics crying about how we, we didn't seen it before. I say this. Look, man, does mac and cheese need a remix? Does chocolate cake need to be new? Y'all remember when Coca-Cola decided to change their formula? Some of y'all out there listening to this are of a certain age to be old enough to remember air quotes, new Coke. Y'all remember how uh, they quickly realized that ain't nobody want new Coke? So we quickly went back to old Coke, only now they rebranded it as Coca-Cola Classic. Now, some of y'all who weren't born yet were like, it wasn't always called Coca-Cola Classic. No. The reason why we got Coca-Cola Classic was because somebody had the bright idea of saying, you know what, this thing don't work well for, uh, you know, 800 years. Let's change it. No, dummy. We don't want new Coke. We want the Coke we are familiar with. Give me what I want. And new Coke slowly found itself disappearing off the shelves. The last time I saw new Coke was on an episode of Stranger Things. I think I need to go back and I need to check that. But I believe that's the last time I saw new Coke in like an actual can of new Coke. Um, I remember I tried it once and I was like, uh, nah, nah, I'm gonna have Pepsi. That's what sent me to Pepsi. You know, I was on Pepsi for a hot minute. Um, and really the only people who like new Coke 
are people who like being contrarian, who like kicking against the goads, people who want that hot take attention. That dude who stands up talking about, I liked New Coke, he lying. He ain't like it. He just wants you to give him his attention, right? That's what he wants, attention. So he says he likes New Coke, just to, you know, for you to be like, man, you, man, you serious? New Coke was trash and we all knew it. Kate is Coca-Cola classic. You like Kill Bill? Of course you do. You like John Wick? Of course you do. Logan? You love it. Samurai? You love them too. It's in there. Gladiator? All right. Okay, it's a stretch to make that comparison, but uh, not in the sense. I recall going in to see Gladiator with zero expectations and walking out that some, I can't cuss because my mom would be listening, but, you know, walking out that some, uh, telling everybody who would listen that it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Gladiator Man was so good that I bought a DVD player just so I could buy it on DVD when it came out. Y'all remember um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world that came out in like 2010? Remember the girl he liked in it? She's the star of this flick. Uh, I was watching it and I was sitting there like, yeah, where do I know you from? And when I did my research after I finished watching the flick, I realized that it was old girl from Scott Pilgrim. And she shines in this. She is an action star. She kind of has that Chris Tucker energy. Like You only see her in like two or three films, but all of them are good. So, uh, man, if you want something like Die Hard that gets straight to the point, this is that. It's linear. You get things established. You set the tone. You hit all the marks. And then it's on. It is a love letter to all the great action movies that would have come out in the Tarantino era on up to 2017 when they bought the thing. Right. Uh, Given that the script was purchased in 2017, that tells me that it was written probably around 2013, maybe a little sooner, uh, heavily influenced by all of those films. I actually wrote a book with Skeeter Jones around 2013 uh, to about 2015 called God Mode. And this is on Amazon if you want to just give me some money. And I, I encourage all of you to tell all your friends and to pay the 99 cents or whatever and buy the Kindle version of God Mode. Uh, if you are curious, and even if you're not, give me money anyway. It was inspired by the same stuff. And funny enough, the sequel we had planned was set to take place in Japan and feature the Yakuza. So I'm watching this thing and I'm like, wow, this could have been the sequel to my book. You know, so admittedly, I am biased and probably a prisoner of the moment. But look, man, good is good. And this joint is good. Predictable. Yep. Shown of is. Uh. Look, man, sometimes I just want what I ask for. If I order a cheeseburger, don't bring me a salad. Don't do that. I will throw it and you in the trash. Okay, this is a cheeseburger. This is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This is a grilled cheese sandwich. That's what this is. I don't need nothing on my grilled cheese but grill and cheese. Right? And, you know, one day we'll have to do a podcast on how you, you know, what you are allowed to put on a grilled cheese sandwich. You know, I, I heard the New Day on their podcast once talk about if you add anything to grilled cheese, does it cease being a grilled cheese? Like if you put any sort of uh, protein on it, it becomes the other thing. If you put turkey on a grilled cheese sandwich, it becomes a turkey sandwich. It is no longer a grilled cheese. But that is a whole different conversation. My point is, this is grilled and cheese. 
was fantastic. Now, let's talk about the action. Also fantastic. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, man, she was rumbling. She is straight up prison shanking dudes in the throat. Gun food? Yep, it's in there. Uh, they also managed to get you rooting for her after establishing her as an assassin. Now, every film has to have a heart, right? And so the first target that you see her kill, uh, she doesn't want to take the shot because Dude's daughter's work. Dude's daughter becomes part of the film. Uh, she ends up killing Dude anyway, and then we jump forward to like 10 months later, and she tells Woody Harrelson's character, who is her handler, that she wants out of the murder business. She's like, look, I'm, I'm done. You know, he's like, to do what? And she's like, look, I promise I'm going to finish our last job, but then I'm out. And in flashbacks, you know, throughout the film, we established that he was the one who trained her, basically raised her, etc. So things get heated up when she gets poisoned and looks to find the people who did it. And of course, it's the Yakuza, seemingly trying to get payback for her killing one of theirs. So she's got a few hours to live, 24 uh, and she's going to spend them avenging her own death uh, in her last assignment. And the heart of the film pops up as old girl whose father that she killed. Again, man, this is a plate of spaghetti and meatballs. It's vanilla ice cream. You know what you're getting, and it's delicious. Thanks for listening to the Oh Mother Barbarian podcast. If you are not subscribed, man, I didn't tell y'all for like the last two, three episodes, you need to subscribe and put... Uh, five-star reviews everywhere that you can review this show. Uh, they help the podcast out. So if you're feeling any of this, uh, I ask that you do it. And even if you ain't feeling it, uh, don't be that dude. Uh, give me good reviews and buy my book so that I can retire. <laughs> I love y'all. Hug somebody that you love. And I will see you next time. Uh, <laughs>